Good morning, everybody. And good morning to those who are watching online as well. Um, wanted to let everybody know to save the date. We have the Easter egg uh, hunt coming up. Uh, we're super excited. That's going to be on April 16th. It's not that far away. And that's going to be from 11 to 12 at the Casey Farm. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you notice, there's a rose on the altar, which is always exciting. We have a rose on the altar. Uh, Emily Louise Cassidy was born. Uh, parents are Daniel and Ashley. And the grandparents are Craig and Linda Marble. Um, there's a really awesome Bible study going on here at the church, and there's many ways you can connect with it. It's 40 days of prayer. Uh, Pastor Sam has a class at 11 on Wednesday mornings. Also, he does that on Wednesday nights. And I hear our Harriet Murray has a class on Wednesday nights, the best class ever, right? And uh, Men at the Well are doing the study as well, so you want to check that out. They meet on Zoom still, is that right? So that, they're, they're always a lot of fun. So you want to join 40 Days of Prayer. Find a way to connect with that. We have Confirmation Sunday coming up on March the 20th in our traditional service. Uh, so be praying for our kids that are going through confirmation. Super exciting. I don't know which way you entered this morning, but we have our coffee cafe set up. So after service, come and get some coffee, meet some friends. And you know what? You're going to meet some friends and have so much fun getting coffee for 10 minutes. Take your coffee and come upstairs to our multi-age Sunday school class in the gathering room. We're a fun class. We have uh, people of all ages go up there and hang out. We're doing uh, Why Easter Matters right now. And we have donuts. So you're going to want to check that out too after you visit the coffee area. Um, and my last announcement is this, that um, St. Patrick's Day falls on a Thursday. So there's two things that happen on Thursday nights. One, we have a service in the sanctuary at 5.30, and we also have Mosaic that meets at the back 40 at 6 o'clock. So the back, we were, uh, Mosaic group, we were thinking, we might not have a spot. We might not have room to meet on St. Patrick's Day. So we thought, let's have a party. So we're coming here to the gym. We're inviting Thursday worship, and everybody here is invited too. So we're going to have uh, barbecue sandwiches and, and tell people to bring a green side to share. And we're going to pack some bags with our mission team uh, for the Love Center and also for our new jail ministry for people that get out of jail. So join us on St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be a blast. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, we are so thankful that we can come together and worship this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, we pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds and help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand and worship with us? This is amazing grace. 
thing to see some warm bodies in, in the house of the Lord this morning. So hope everybody's doing well.
up in here. Y'all can be seated. Uh, the children are about to go to Children's Church. Miss Catherine's got something great in store for y'all. I'm not exactly sure, but it's always fun. And look at all of these awesome looking kids going to Children's Church. Yeah. We are going to, and some big kids going too there. Go, Zach, go. Yeah. Um, we're going to um, have a time when um, you have an opportunity to give, and, and we're also going to pray. So the two are going to go hand in hand today. And let me tell you uh, kind of something, something um, special that you get to give to if you, if you have a heart to. Uh, we've all been praying for Ukraine and the people of Ukraine and everything that's going on over there. And we are blessed in the United Methodist Church to have the United Methodist Committee on Relief. Um, it's, it's our kind of our Red Cross arm that goes in when disasters happen and they're usually the first ones there and the last ones to leave and, and, and it's an amazing thing that we can do because we're connected to United Methodists around the world. UMCOR has uh, a disaster response uh, is directly to uh, Ukraine and um, Let's say you, you want to do something. You, you, you don't know what you want to do. You've been praying. You want to do something. Well, giving through United Methodist Committee on Relief, 100% of everything that you give goes exactly to that pinpointed designated cause. It doesn't go for overhead or any other thing. It goes for that. 
As a matter of fact, there's a, there's a number that you put on your gift um, or that the church puts on, on the gift. And it's, it's, it's for what specific thing that you give it for. So it, if you want to give um, to, to help the people in Ukraine through the United Methodist Committee on Relief, I, I encourage you to do that. That's one thing we can do. Another thing we can do is pray, which we have been and we will be praying uh, for the people of Ukraine and, and the suffering that's going on there, for peace and uh, for the people that are there and for the refugees that, um, that are fleeing right now. Um, we are going to have Holy Communion today. And when we do that, you'll have an opportunity to, when you come up to receive Holy Communion, leave an offering on the altar rail if, as God leads you to, and that is for our local missions. We have people that come to the church and call the church on a regular basis, and they need help with various things, and, and that's what our communion offering goes for. And then finally, for uh, all of the different ministries that we have, uh, you have a chance to give your tithes and your offerings through, um, through the offering plate, through text to give, through our app, through our website, and I encourage you to do that too. We want to hear about your prayer needs. You can send them to us. You can email them to us. You can uh, let us know. You can fill out a, a prayer card. But we, we want to pray. Our emphasis this 40 days of Lent is 40 days of prayer. And we're having a special emphasis every day of Lent on prayer. So let's pray right now. Lord, we praise you for being the awesome, incredible merciful loving God that you are steadfast love is your name and uh, your redemption for us overwhelms us Lord thank you so much for setting us free from the laws of sin and death and giving us the hope of an eternity with you thank you God for strength that comes from places that we don't we don't recognize and and enabling us to do the things we didn't think that we could do so God thank you and praise you for all of your good gifts for every good and perfect thing that you pour into our lives for making us able to worship today and and to worship on live stream and to and to join together with with Christians around the world and lifting your name up today God, forgive us for the, the paths that we have taken that have been away from your will for our lives. Forgive us for the deeds we've done and left undone. God, forgive us for going our own way and for letting our pride become a barrier to us doing what you want us to do. And God, we yield our lives to you and we offer ourselves to you and our gifts of tithes and offerings and special gifts. And we pray that you would use all of this for your kingdom's glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Be my life, I surrender.
One day is better with you than all the world. Spirit of life, help me remember it is my pleasure to say to you that all I my life divine, my
I want to say good morning to you. I, I, I didn't say that earlier, and I should have. Good morning, and, and welcome, and welcome to you who are worshiping with us by live stream. We have people all, all around the United States that are, that are worshiping with us, and, and we're glad that you are, and we're glad that you're here this morning. We're glad to be focusing on prayer all the, the season of Lent, and today we're looking at Psalm 25, verses 1 through 10 as we do that. So I invite you to, to um, follow along as I share with you. Psalm 25, 1 through 10. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation, and for you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your steadfast mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For your goodness sake, O Lord, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Did you hear the old story about a man who uh, was a preacher, actually, who went bear hunting, had his rifle slung over his shoulder. He was climbing a mountain uh, to get up a good vantage point to, to, to continue his hunting. And as he was going, topping a ridge, straining with everything he had, in the path in front of him was this huge black bear. And the bear reared up on its hind legs, had its paws up, and, and just roared in only a way that a giant bear can roar. And he grabbed for his gun, but he was so scared that he stumbled backwards, and he started rolling and rolled all the way down the hill, and in the process lost his gun and also turned his ankle so badly there's no way he's going to be able to get up and outrun this bear. And so he just leaned his back up against the rock, and he could hear the bear coming down the mountain. And all he knew how to do was pray. And he just prayed, oh, God, God, I know that you've done great things in my life, and I just, I'm not sure what you can do with this bear. So, God, you know, if, if you can't stop this bear, Lord, from coming down here, could you, I don't know, could you just somehow make this bear believe in you let this be a christian bear okay if if nothing else let's just let this be a christian bear and then the bear got down there and right before it got to the man it, it just stopped and, and the bear got down on its knees and put its big old bear paws together and then it started praying out loud in, in a human voice and the preacher was thinking, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. God has answered my prayers. And here is the prayer that the bear prayed. Lord, bless this food for which I am about to receive. 
I know. I know that's, that's a, that one's old uh, and corny, but um, anyway. It's about prayer, and honestly, it, it really leads me into my first point about prayer. Sometimes we only pray, one, when we're just in a downright emergency, and two, right before we eat. We say the blessing, or we say, ah, in case of emergency, break the glass and pray. Uh, one of my favorite authors, Anne Lamott, said that she only really has two basic prayers. One is, oh Lord, help me, help me, help me. And the second one is, oh Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and uh, there's, that makes a lot of sense, right? So I can see the truth in what she says. It's not very creative, but um, the psalmist was very creative in what he wrote in Psalm 25. And all the psalms are, are beautiful, and they're all poetic, and they're, they're all special in their own way. But this psalm, Psalm 25, is special because it's an acrostic. And it, it is, you know what an acrostic is when you take letters and it reminds you of something like, you do Roy G. Biv to help you remember the colors of the rainbow or something like that. Did y'all ever do that? It's, uh, oh, come on, y'all. I know you did. Uh, it, is, it helps you to remember Psalm 25 is an acrostic because every, uh, if it was written in Hebrew and we could read Hebrew, every, every line begins with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet and it goes all the way down through there. So it, it's a prayer acrostic. So I got to thinking, what if we took um, David's beautiful poem, acrostic poem, prayer in Psalm 25, and we put it together with Anne Lamott's two basic prayers, and we had our own prayer acrostic. And, and this, is, this is what I want to, to share with you today, Pastor Sam's pray acrostic. And I, I really can't claim credit for it because somebody probably did it way before me. Uh, but it's still simple and beautiful, and I like to use it. So, P-R-A-Y. If you are a note taker, and just write P-R-A-Y. And, and each of those letters stands for something. It helps us to remember how to pray. How to pray. The P stands for praise and thanksgiving. That's what the day, uh, David's psalm does in verses 8 through 10 when he just he praises God for who God is not for what God has done he just says good and upright is the Lord therefore he instructs sinners in his way he leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way all the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees he's just acknowledging the wonderful attributes of God it is praising God because of the beauty and awesomeness good and upright are you God steadfast love and faithfulness are who you are we praise God and and it it lifts us up when we praise God and and it blesses God when we praise God it just kind of it kind of reminds me of, and you say well you know I'm not very poetic I'm not very creative I don't I can't think of eloquent things to say to God but it doesn't have to be eloquent because, you know, when, when your kids are little, I, I think about when I, my, our kids were little and like on Father's Day or something, they would, they would make a little homemade card or draw a picture or something and, and bring it to me. It didn't matter what it looked like. 
But when they brought it to me and they hugged me and they said, you're the bestest daddy in the world. I was just like, oh, yeah, man. I couldn't love you anymore if I tried. You know, it filled my heart. And I know I'm not the bestest daddy in the world, but right then I felt like I was, you know. Made them feel good, made me feel good. It was great. That's what praising God does just for who God is. But then Thanksgiving. So do we have, do we have so much to be thankful for? Yes, we do. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget it. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes we just kind of get in a dry spell when it comes to, uh, yeah, God, I know I should be thankful, but for gas is $4 a gallon. I don't feel very thankful right now. But you know what? We do need to be thankful for what we have, don't we? Amen. Anybody out there? Amen. Yes. Okay, so if you're in a kind of a dry spell and, and you know that, that you need to, to make Thanksgiving a part of your prayer, just, just write the alphabet down, one side of a piece of paper. And if you're like me and you have to sing your ABCs when you do this, that's fine, okay? Every little bit helps. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Write it down. And for every letter of the alphabet, write a few things that begin with that letter that you're thankful for. A, I'm thankful for the air that I breathe. I'm thankful for America. I'm thankful for Auburn or Alabama or whatever, you know, personalize it to yourself. I am thankful for Alabama and for Allison, our daughter, who is at Alabama. And for, you know, all of these things with A. And then B, I'm thankful for biscuits and bacon. And I'm thankful for Bibles. And I'm thankful for black bears, Christian bears you know that pray before they eat and um and so you go all the way down through there you might have to get creative when you get to x i'm thankful for x-rays or something like that you know but um make praise and thanksgiving number one r in pray in our prayer acrostic stands for repentance here's what here's what david said in psalm 25 6 and 7 be mindful of your mercy O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For goodness sake, O Lord. In other words, Lord, forget about my sins. Please forget about those. And then remember me according to your steadfast love and mercy. Repentance. We talked a lot about repentance when we had Ash Wednesday service, didn't we? And, and, and we talked about how that repentance is more than just kind of feeling bad. It's more than just, say, it's more than just saying, I'm sorry, even. It, it's, it's really a change of mind that results in a change of direction. And, and if you don't have both of those together, then you haven't really repented. But when you do have both of those together, then it can change everything. I love the story of a man named uh, Dagger Lefevre. And Dagger, of course, is his nickname, but imagine what you would have to do to get a nickname like Dagger. Uh, Dagger was that kind of a guy. He, he ran with a rough crowd from uh, an early age. He grew up in Quebec, Canada. And, uh, I mean, even from a young age, he, he kind of found himself getting into a life of crime. He was hanging out with, with this really rough bunch of people, and, 
And they got him into, he discovered he could make money by, being, by running uh, drugs and money and things like that for the gangs because he was just a kid and he could go into places without raising suspicious that they couldn't go in. So he started running he started running drugs and money and guns and things like that from an early age. By the time that he was 14, he was inducted as a full member of Hell's Angels because that's who he was hanging out with. And by the time he was 20, he was running his own regional Hell's Angel gang. Um, and the things that they did as a gang uh, went from drugs to burglary to murder to everything in between. You name it, they did it. They didn't care. One Sunday morning, Dagger was riding his motorcycle to church. Uh, but he wasn't going to church to worship God like we are today. He was going to church to rob the church because he had heard about this church and he'd heard about this one particular church that was, that was you know, taking in $10,000 on a Sunday and that sounded like easy money to him. So uh, he was riding to church on a Sunday morning and as he, as he turned the bend going to this church, the sun reflected off the roof of this church, off the steeple of this church and kind of blinded him for a moment and he hit a patch of gravel in the road and his motorcycle lost control, just wiped out. And, and bad wreck. I mean, every wreck on a motorcycle is bad, but his was really bad because he was going pretty fast, and he ended up in the ditch. Multiple broken bones, internal injuries, um, just, it was, it was bad. And he was laying there on the back in, in this ditch and thinking, okay, this is it, I'm about to die. And he had a vision of Christ standing there before him. And the Lord didn't say anything to him, he just looked at him. And just the penetrating eyes of Christ looking at him flooded him with, with conviction and, and he understood how badly he needed God and he just said, God, I need you. And he said, forgive me. Well, um, the people from the church heard the commotion and they called 911 and the um, rescuers got there and they took him to the hospital. Dagger had so many injuries that he had to spend not days in the hospital, but months in the hospital. But guess who came to see him during those months in the hospital? The people from the church that he was going to rob, the pastor from the church that he was going to rob, came to see him every single day. And the pastor brought him a Bible and began reading the Bible to him. And Dagger understood what, what he needed to do, and, and he gave his life to Christ. And he promised to follow Jesus when he got out of the hospital. And you know what? That's just what he did. Today, Dagger is still a minister at a church in Montreal where he brings the story to other people about the change that happens when you change your mind and you change your direction and God makes you a new person. And his message is simple. If God can do this for me, God can do this for anybody. Repentance. 
The A in our prayer acrostic stands for ask. Ask. And sometimes, you know, uh, and we talked about this in our, our first lesson of 40 days of prayer. Sometimes we don't have because we don't ask. We just don't ask. And, and I catch myself, sometimes I really feel like I'm, I'm, my back's against the wall, right? And, and all of a sudden I will just ask myself, have you really prayed about this? Have you prayed about it? Don't be afraid to ask God. There's nothing too small. There's nothing too large that you can't ask God about it. The psalmist in verses 2 through 5 says, Oh God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Do not let those who wait on you be put to shame. Let them be put to shame who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, oh God. Lead me to your path. In other words, he's, he's asking God for what he needs. He's asking God. I, I like a quote about prayer from A.J. Gordon that says, You can do more than pray uh, after you prayed, but you cannot do more than pray until you have prayed. So ask. Ask and then be willing to do more than that, right? So don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to do your part and the why in our prayer across it stands for yield. Yield means to, well, my, my loose translation of yield means hold up. And it means hold up in two different ways. It means to hold my life up to God, open myself up to him. And it also means hold up and pause for a second. Just tap the brakes for a second and wait. Here's what David says. To you, O Lord, I lift up, I hold up my soul. In you, O God, I trust. And for you, I wait all day long. I don't like to, to wait, do you? I don't, I don't like to, to yield. It's hard. It's easy to say the words, not my will, but thine be done. It's really hard to mean that. It's really hard. When Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was agonizing before God and he said, Lord, if, if it's possible, if you're willing, remove this cup from me. And then after praying so intensely that, that the physician Luke, the gospel writer, says that his sweat became like great drops of blood falling on the ground. Finally, he said, not my will, but thine be done. But not without agonizing over that, you know. As Jay was singing earlier about how my, here's my life defined. I've been crucified with Christ. There's something in us that has to die to yield to Christ. I, ha I have to die to the way that I want to do it and yield to the way God wants to do it. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. But pray. Pray with words, pray with, with letters, pray out loud, pray silently. Whatever causes you, whatever helps you to turn your face toward God, do it. One of my favorite quotes about prayer, and I'll end with this, comes from 
actually comes from Mahatma Gandhi. And he says, prayer is the longing of the heart for God. And then he says, it is better in prayer to have a heart without words than words without a heart. Let us pray. Lord, you have given us the incredible, awesome privilege of coming to you in prayer. So Lord, as we come to the table today to remember what you have done for us and to give you praise and thanksgiving for that, help us also to let repentance be part of that, to ask you for what we need and for the needs of our friends and loved ones, and then at the end of it all to just yield in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took the bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he said, take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. And likewise, after supper, he took the cup, he gave thanks to you, and he said, drink from this, all of you. For this is the blood of the new covenant which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you do it in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we bow before you humbly recognizing how much we need you. Knowing that we are not worthy to gather the crumbs from underneath your table. And yet you invite us to come to the table as your beloved children. So God, as we come before you, we, we humbly confess our sins before you. And we pray that you would renew us from the inside out, forgive us, and make us whole. We ask, Lord, that today, as we gather, you would pour out your Holy Spirit on all of us who are gathered here out of love for you. And Lord, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit on this bread and this cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, even as we are the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. And Lord, by your Spirit, make us one with each other and one with you and one in service to all the world until you come again and we feast at your heavenly banquet. We say thank you, Lord. We remember and we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Just a couple of just little housekeeping matters that are very important. Uh, one is that all are welcome at the Lord's table. You don't have to be a Methodist. You don't have to be a member of this or any other church. All you have to do is have a heart that's hungry for God. 
we have open communion all are welcome and the other thing is it's been our custom to to leave a communion offering I mentioned it earlier it's a way to give whatever God uh, lays on your heart and makes you able to give if you leave it on the altar it will be used for our communion offering which goes for our local mission here um, I'm going to invite you to come and uh, to, to kneel today now that we uh, are able to do that uh, we're going to take advantage of that opportunity so uh, just just come and and fill the the altar up uh, don't make me climb over the drum set so let's kind of start from 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 here over but but come and kneel and um, you're welcome at the table of the Lord As these go, will others come? This is the This is my daily bread. Arise and go in peace. In peace of God, go in This is my daily bread. Your very word spoken to me.
may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit go with us all now and forever. Amen.